Good afternoon. It's Tuesday, April 7th, 1.15. I am on a lunch break right now. And I'm using kind of an old idea to me, but it might be new to some people. Something that I used to call hike storming, which is the combination of hiking and brainstorming. And I started a group back in 2014 in San Jose uh, where we got together to do this type of thing, except I wasn't by myself. Um, I was with a group of people. A lot of times it was like an entrepreneur or a group of entrepreneurs, startup uh, companies, people from startup companies uh, who just wanted to uh, go on hikes, but also uh, talk about things of interest rather than just talk about whatever crossed their mind, but actually intentionally uh, work through a problem or an idea. And uh, we found that we could get some pretty good results. So, um, I did one of these yesterday, tried to upload it to SoundCloud, and for some reason it didn't upload. I was using the, uh, the SoundCloud app. So this time I'm just doing a recording on my phone. Um, I'm on a lunch break and I'm walking through East Sacramento in the McKinley Park area. Beautiful day. I am seeing lots of people out walking their dog, riding their bike, running, and uh, of course keeping socially distant. Uh, here comes a runner now, right towards me. Uh, the reason for this uh, podcast, if that's what you want to call it, is to kind of do maybe daily or weekly updates on things that we can be doing to get through the uh, pandemic. So first, uh, a few things about this, this method of walking and talking into a phone. Um, I have to say, it's, uh, it's kind of a weirdly comfortable comforting thing you can do and I'll give you a couple of examples um, one is from a few years ago and I was up at uh, Mount Talak near Lake Tahoe and a friend and I were up there with his dog and we were going to hike up to, what is it, like the 9,000, slightly over 9,000 foot level on July 4th in order to get a good view of uh, Lake Tahoe so we could see the fireworks all over the lake. Well, uh, so at about 8.30, there was kind of a mad dash to get to the peak because we wanted to get to the peak, you know, by, by sundown. Uh, so we could be in position to look down on the lake. I can't explain why my friend did this. He was with the dog, but it was at some point near the peak where he just kind of took off at a faster pace. Maybe he was, uh, he got summit fever and that's set in. So he just kind of took off and I thought, well, no worries, I'll just follow tracks in the snow or I'll try to keep up with them as best as I could. Well, I couldn't, I wasn't, for whatever reason, um, either able to keep up with him or find the way that he went. So 
I did not see him for, you know, for a long time. So what I ended up doing was I, I went as high up as I could get. And uh, when I saw the fireworks starting, I kind of pulled off to, off to a ridge and sat like really close to the edge of a kind of a cliff. And um, to kind of feel like I, I wasn't there by myself, I got on Facebook Live and started recording it. Got some people watching. I didn't feel so isolated, you know? And it felt pretty good. But then, you know, I was being mindful of how much battery power I had, and I think I had an extra charger in my backpack. Had plenty of water, had enough food, no problem there. Um, and there was, uh, there was, you know, a good amount of moonlight uh, to navigate. And it had lights. So again, not worried about being able to see. So now, you know, I'm at the peak, still haven't found my friend. It's, um, it's like 11 at night. Well, by the time I get my way back to the trail, now it's like midnight, 1 a.m. And I'm looking all around, can't find him, call him, and I'm not able to get through to his cell phone. Apparently he had it off, and I don't know why. <laughs> So I found these, uh, happened to stumble in these two dudes from Southern California. And I knew that because they were like, dude, hey, bro, we'll help you get down the mountain. I was thinking, well, you know, maybe you need me to help get down the mountain. I mean, we're all kind of in this together. You know, so one thing I remember is, is that, you know, I watch a lot of these survival shows like Survivor Man and Dual Survive, Survival, I think is another one, and um, whatever the one is with Bear Grylls. And I remembered that on one of these episodes, it said, you know, water will find the fastest way down a mountain. So I'm looking for a creek. These guys didn't exactly want to follow the way that I was going. Instead, we end up in a field of boulders. And uh, we even went by a couple who had told us, well, you know, we're, we're kind of old. They didn't look that old. Um, so we're just going to camp out tonight. Now, meanwhile, keep in mind, it was a bear sighting earlier that day. So I had that in mind. These guys started going way fast through the boulder field that I had mentioned before, so I had lost touch with them. So now it's like three in the morning, I'm still not down the mountain, and strangely, uh, Google Maps was helping me navigate back to the trail, which I, I lost sight of a couple of times. Point is, I started using my phone um, to record it. I was doing like a, uh, a video recording, which was, you know, like I said, strangely comforting because I knew that if anything happened, there'd at least be a recording of me uh, so people knew what happened. And it would be a good way to kind of document, to, to document this. So all of that, just to say that uh, during the pandemic, if you find yourself uh, isolated, Try doing some of these things where you just do an audio journal or a written journal or 
do a video of yourself and what you're going through. I don't know what it is. There's something about it where it's kind of like uh, it's a powerful way of, you know, connecting with yourself, if, if that makes any sense. But I wanted to get to a couple of other things. So other thing we did recently was uh, a Google Hangout this past weekend. And it started out small, and I hope to get more people. The idea was to kind of get a, a good cross-section of people together and have people share ideas and what they're doing, how they're coping, what they're doing for money. You know, if they're in a business that's out, that's not doing well right now. One woman worked for FEMA, and she's being deployed at least virtually to attend to uh, a lot of the issues going on right now. Um, another guy had been in China for eight years, and for him it was recalling, uh, he was recalling a lot of the anxiety that he felt about the possibility of if he got sick while he was in China, uh, that he was worried that he wouldn't be able to navigate the, uh, the healthcare system over there, or that he may not get the kind of treatment that he wanted. Um, that led to a whole discussion on, you know, anxiety and how a person might be able to have like psychosomatic conditions, like imagined conditions. Because like I noticed that if you, if you watch the news as much as some of us do, um, it, you start to get this certain level of anxiety and you, then you become really aware of any condition that might be uh, similar to what they're describing, you know, shortness of breath, fever, headache, etc., or a, a cough, like you cough and you think, well, was that a dry cough? Or, or was it a, uh, you know, a wet cough, whatever, <laughs> you know? I mean, how do you distinguish between the two, right? So we, we went on for a, a couple of hours, and the strange part of that conversation was that for some reason people wanted to uh, fall back on, because a lot of these folks I knew from a political and philosophy discussion group that I'm in on Saturdays, and um, they were falling back on some of the political discussions that we were having prior to the, uh, the pandemic, and wanted to kind of get back into those comfortable tribal positions, which, which I get. You know, it's you, you want to get back into a conversation you were having before before this one because then that feels a little bit more comforting, a little more normal. And so I get it. But I wanted to talk about a couple of things where uh, this is a great, like, unseen opportunity. And that is, you know, it's a time for... You know, it's a time... I've been telling people this, that it's really a time for kind of uh, creative and critical thinkers to step up. If that's something that you do um, and you're maybe introverted by nature, uh, I want to encourage you that this is your time. This is a time when if you have an idea that you think can help people or can help us get through this, or if you have an idea for either preventing the further spread of COVID-19 or even a, um, you know, an idea, if you're in the scientific community and you have an idea for um, a vaccine that maybe no one's looking at, um, you've got to get, a, you've got to change your personality and become more aggressive. 
um, and find a way to be heard. And so, so on that matter, I want to encourage people. We've opened up a, uh, we have a Slack page under the name Glider Cell, and I'll put a link uh, to that page at the bottom of this recording. And we have a few channels open up there where you can, like if you're in the education technology area, you can share a tool. Um, and by the way, that's construction going on in the background. So it's good to see people out working. But anyway, if you're in the ed tech community and want to share a tool or an app, uh, whether free or, or paid, it uh, doesn't matter. You can share it on that page for, for teachers or students or parents so they can figure out some ideas. I know for my part, um, I might be working on a, a course idea I have over on teachable.com, and it's on how to create games uh, for your classroom on a, just about any subject matter. So if there's interest in that, please contact me uh, beneath this posting. And uh, that's something that I want to work on. Um, but also, there's, so there's a COVID-19 channel, there's an EdTech response channel, and then there's a, a third channel I want to mention real quickly, which is, a, we're calling it the C-19, uh, or the post-C-19 um, idea page or something. I'm forgetting the exact name. But that's where we can maybe start imagining, uh, you know, the kind of world we want to live in you know, once we get through this, because obviously we're going to discover a lot of things that need to be changed. Um, you know, the way our government reacts to to situations, um, how citizens interact with our government. For example, if you have a great policy idea or a plan, how can you get leaders to recognize that? Um, you know, and... I know there's a lot going on in the civic tech space as well. And so I see this as a, as a time where, you know, if you're doing this whole shelter in place, uh, instead of feeling isolated and, and dreading each day because you can't do the usual routines, I'm hoping that you can see it as, a, as an opportunity not only to like collaborate on places like Slack and on video chats, but to even just be there by yourself and using that time uh, to be creative and to finally put those plans together that you've always dreamed about. Uh, sure, it's great to work in your yard. Um, that sound in the background, by the way, are people playing like this kind of paddle ball game. It's like mini tennis with uh, like large ping pong paddles. I forget the name of the game. But it's also good to see people out getting exercise. Um, of course, that's another thing I want to encourage everyone to do. There are, like we're doing an outdoor fitness class uh, four nights a week, six feet apart. And when we run, we even maintain that distance. Um, the coach sets up cones which are spaced apart. There's no sign-in sheet, so we don't touch a pen. There's no shared, you know, water, uh, whatever you call that thing, you know, the Gatorade bucket. We don't have that. And 
it, it makes a real difference to do stuff like that. Um, I see, like I said, I see a lot of people out running and walking. Uh, so that's mostly that's mostly it. If you have any other ideas, uh, join our Slack page, share them, and uh, we hope to hear from you. Stay positive.